It's a lovely ball to the far post and it's led to the equaliser. Knocked in by Roberto Firmino. Liverpool hit back. There were just signs that they were getting in the groove and they're certainly in it now. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. The unbeaten run is finally over. Liverpool lost their first game of the season, uh, the 21st game of the season, to a Manchester City team that looked well up for the game, that produced a performance that we haven't actually seen, I don't think, many many times from them this season, reminiscent of their performances last, last season. But, um, you know, they really stepped up. Um, and I thought, to be totally honest, I probably thought they deserved to win. We were, we were good, but we weren't impressive. Um, but, hey, you know, we still got a four-point cushion above City, and um, it's super important and important for us now to not dwell on this on this loss. You know, it doesn't mean anything. We could have lost to any team, uh, and actually kick on, maintain that gap, and hope City kind of drop some points elsewhere, like they've done against some of the lower teams to extend that run. Um, City properly, properly turned up to this game, and it was actually for me quite reminiscent to the game exactly a year ago when City were top, they were unbeaten, they came to Anfield. And they were kind of the the hunted and we were the hunter. And it showed, you know, we, we blew them away that game. And it kind of showed the opposite way again. Because, you know, we're top and, and Man City are the, are the hunters, right? You know, they're trying to catch us down for, for the top spot. And they seem to kind of have that extra desire or extra bit of quality, extra bit of energy from that. And I think that's something that we have to get used to. Because for the rest of the season now, based on the position we're in, many teams are going to want to kind of be that team that beats the team who are top of the league. And that will be tough for us and that will be a different challenge. So it's it was a good lesson and Man City is the toughest toughest lesson to learn it from. But um, we have to get used to, to teams wanting to beat us um, and not kind of just, you know, playing a nice game of football with us and, and kind of being open and expansive. So I think that was a real eye-opener for us and something we need to get used to super, super quickly. The first half started off, we started off on the back foot, Um, City came out of the traps a lot quicker than we did, and they, without having any shots on target, they did look threatening, however in in the kind of midway through the, midway through the first half, um, there was this kind of great exchange of passes between Salah, Firmino and Mane, which led to, to Mane hitting the post and then John Stones booting the ball into Edison's face, and um, the ball kind of, I think it was 11 millimetres, I think they said, was away, it was 11 meet, eleven millimetres away from going in, uh, which is crazy. Um, when I was watching the game, I was thinking, well, before we had goal line tech, I wonder whether that would have been given or not. I know Liverpool have had some uh, history with, with ghost goals and, and uh, I'd be interested to know whether um, the referees would have given that if there wasn't the goal line technology. But again, you know, that was an example of completely why we have the tech. It's not even a debate. No one even appeals. If the referee doesn't put, you know, if the referee doesn't signal the goal, then we move on. But um, other than that, we didn't really do too much in the first half. Um, we were undone. It was kind of annoying. It was just before half time, about five, six minutes before half time, where there was some nice bit of play on uh, City's left, our right. Um, which led to kind of Aguero nipping in in front of, of Lovren and absolutely booting the ball into the into the top corner. Uh, it was a great finish, and you know we've seen that from Aguero in the past. So um, it was it was disappointing timing. I think we'd got over that initial period where we were a bit unsettled by City and we were kind of getting a bit more into the game. So it would have been great to go into halftime 
either 1-0 up through that Mane chance or 0-0. Or I think that would have been really positive. But that goal kind of set us back a little bit. But, you know, the, this Liverpool team we've seen is not one that is scared when it goes behind. And we very much saw that in the second half. We we grew a bit more into the game, particularly when Fabinho came on. And I want to talk about that a little later on in, in this episode. But um, Fabinho equalised when Trent Alexander-Arnold um, cut in from the right, played um, one of these like trademark fullback to fullback balls where he crossed the ball into the far post. Robertson was coming in right, right at the right at the back post and managed to square it for Firmino to just easily um, head the ball in. And that you know that was a really important goal for us because we were kind of growing into the game um, and the City fans had gone a little bit quiet and they thought, oh, you know, maybe here comes Liverpool again, similar to what it was like in the Champions League game the Yeti had last season where we were one 0 down and we ended up winning. And you thought, oh, maybe is it is it is it deja vu. Um, but it wasn't to be. Uh, City kind of took that setback and pressed on with it, which they didn't do last season. Um, and they broke away on the counter attack. Raheem Sterling played a ball to Sane, and fair dues to Sane. You know, he played a um, a great a great shot uh, across Allison into the um, into the into the onto the post really, and then it kind of dribbled on across the line so um yeah that kind of ended the game I think we were towards the end of the game got a little bit desperate um I don't think we've been in that position too many times this season which is probably why they were doing things that weren't they 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 came out of desperation rather than this is a good piece of attack or this is a good attack to build up um but on that point, I, um, I kind of mentioned Alisson there, and I wanted to mention him. Obviously, he conceded two goals, and this is the first Premier League game that he's he's lost um, as a Liverpool player. But I thought there's very little he could do about both goals. I think the first goal it was that it was such a it was at such a short distance, and the power on it from Aguero was crazy. So I don't think he was going to do anything about that. And the second goal was just a fantastic finish. But one thing I do want to commend Alisson on was. So we tried to play out of the back, which we've been doing all season, which is fine. And one thing I was impressed with him was that, particularly when City were applying a lot of pressure high up the pitch, we were able to use Alisson as kind of like a sweeper defender um, because of his passing and because of his calmness on the ball. Now, compared to seasons past, that was huge. Um, Yes, Alisson did make a few mistakes and, and a couple of balls were a bit iffy um but you know he was under he was under more pressure than he has been against any other team so I think that would was expected that he would make some mistakes but having that extra player between Lovren and Van Dijk was was incredibly helpful and I know you know Mindy Lane Carius um can do that as well but it was the calmness of that it was the picking out of the pass when he when he had the option um and just kind of offering himself as another player sometimes and I think that was really important to help calm the defenders and um, just ensure that we could play out the back the way we wanted. So although he conceded two goals, I actually think it was a um, uh, quite a good game from from, from Allison. The other um, the other two players I thought actually had a quite a good game, but you might not necessarily think they had a good game were the fullbacks, and our goal was a great example of that. Um, with one crossing to the other. To, to assist the other and I know uh, Trent and Andy have a, a you know little rivalry going on with number of assists so, so I'm sure Trent will be trying to claim the pass to assist um, for Robertson's assist to, to Firmino um, but again they were incredibly good offensively but also defensively we you know we knew we were going to be um, 
you know, under a severe amount of attack. You know, we had Sane and Sterling against both of the defenders, and every time they were one on one, they defended really, really well. Um, one defender who didn't do so well, and kind of it's one of that, one of those commentators curse things, was Dejan Lovren, <clears throat> who I actually touched on last episode, um, who I thought who I commended for doing really well since coming into the team, but he definitely didn't have the best game, and I think he was the weakest link in our defence in the Man City game. He's done great since he's come in, and um, you know I said that on the last episode, but I think today he was. Um, in the Man City game, he was he was just caught short a few times, and he did a few things which um, he just made mistakes. He should be mistake. He should be making. So I think that was kind of the weakest link for us in defence. But in terms of the fullbacks, I thought they did really well defensively, and particularly in the second half when we kind of needed to go on the front foot. They, as as they are so many times for Liverpool, they were the ones who were kind of the driving force behind that kind of uh, extra attacking impetus. Um, so yeah, they were they were they were great again. I think they've been great all season, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how Klopp goes about rotating them over the next couple of weeks. I know we haven't got a Premier League game on the weekend. Um, I think it was touch and go whether Andy Robertson would play. I think his wife's expecting a baby. I'm glad he did play, and I hope he manages to get back in time to see his see his kid. Um, the The final point of analysis before we get out before we get to the shout out to Klopp is. Um, about our midfield so we we played the midfield that many Liverpool fans probably expected of Henderson, Wijnaldum and Milner and whilst that gives us a solid footing in a game and, and kind of ensures that we're tight and compact in the midfield what it doesn't do is is give us enough support for the attacking three there's a lot of when we play that mid, when we play that trio at midfield there is a lot of reliance on uh, Mane, Salah, and Firmino to, to just create something. Um, and they're actually, what you see when we play that midfield is that there's a, quite a big gap between the attack and midfield. And there isn't anyone who wants to break that line between midfield and attack. Um, and what that means is that we struggle to to create too many attacking opportunities, particularly in the big games. Obviously, in the, in the teams, in the games against lesser teams, uh, the front three can kind of do their thing. Um, but what I want to see in the future in the big games is Klopp starting with Fabinho instead of Wijnaldum. Now Wijnaldum's been great this season and he's received a lot of plaudits and he should do. You know, he he has been incredibly solid this season. I personally am not the biggest fan of him. Um, he is still a bit shaky on the ball and I'm not 100% sure what he adds to the team and it just frustrates me when I watch him play for Holland compared to... Um, competitive for Liverpool because he's a very different he's a very different player um, but uh, Fabinho in the big games for me I think gives us that same defensive solidarity but at the same time is able to pick a pass forward run past a player um, and, and just provide a bit more attacking threat uh, than Wijnaldum for me um, in the Man City game, for example, when we kind of switched this kind of four-four-two formation with Marley on the right and then Wijnaldum on the left, it um, it got a bit strange. And you know, Wijnaldum was way out of position, and I'm surprised that uh, Klopp kept Wijnaldum on for so long in that position because he looked very kind of what do I do here? And he wasn't really adding anything to the team. So I w- in the, in that instance, I would have liked Klopp to bring on maybe a Cater or Shakiri earlier. But in terms of Fabinho, when he did come on, he actually provided a bit more balance to the um, to the 
midfield. And as I spoke about in the Wolves game, it was great to see Henderson and Fabinho as a two in midfield. And I definitely, definitely still would like to see that more often because when they did come on, it definitely gave us a bit more balance and um, it just helped us attack a bit more freely, which I thought was which was really good. Um, so I definitely want to see that. And in the big games, I think Fabinho just gives us something a little different that um, teams don't necessarily expect. Obviously, we're not playing City for the rest of the season. I think the toughest game we're going to have is obviously the Tottenham game, but that is at Anfield. So, you know, we've had some good games against Tottenham at Anfield, but I would like to see Fabinho start in that game. I think all the other teams, maybe the Chelsea game will be close, but I think for all the other games, we should be fine. And just on that point, I think that's a great thing. You know, we've got we've got City out of the way and we've still got a four-point lead. We can't lose sight of that is a, actually a good result. You know, we obviously we didn't win or we didn't get three points or even a point, but we've got City out of the way and, and that is that is a big that is a big thing. Um, obviously, we've got Tottenham and Chelsea left, but they are both at home, which is a big, big bonus for us. So um, it'll be interesting to see how we play and set up in, in those games. So as always, uh, we end we end the we end the episodes with a shout out to Klopp, and today's shout out to Klopp will be: we need to, even though we lost against City, we need to uh, find find a way to kind of forget this result. It's not the end of the world. We haven't lost the league because we lost to Man City, but find a way for these guys and the boys to bounce back. We have a FA Cup game a game against Wolves coming on Monday the seventh, and that could hopefully provide a bit of a distraction from the Premier League, help us kind of get back into our groove, give some of the other players in the squad a game um, before we go again in the Premier League. Um, Man City and Tottenham and Chelsea all ha- also have Carabao Cup as well, so that may affect their performances in the league. So we need to kind of keep our heads down, keep focused, not lose sight of where we are. We're still top of the league. <laughs> Nothing's changed in that in that perspective. Um and just find a way to refocus, keep that hunger, and keep going in the league. We've got a relatively good run of fixtures throughout January and the beginning of February. They get slightly difficult around the end of February, but um, you know we've got a good run of fixtures again. Where if we can go on another run where we can get five or six wins straight, I think we can then start putting the pressure back on City. And I think that's really the shout out to Klopp to to get the boys to bounce back, to remember the position we're in is still an absolutely fantastic position and one that we would have bitten your hand off for at the beginning of the season. Um, So yeah, now we want to keep that four-point gap, keep winning, uh, let City make mistakes. You know, they will make mistakes. We've seen them make mistakes this season. We saw them make mistakes last season and the seasons before. So let's just keep going, keep our heads up, and uh, I'm sure we can keep that gap. As I said, next up is the an FA Cup game. Uh, I'm not going to be covering covering FA Cup games this year. Um, hopefully, in, in the next next season, I'll be covering FA Cup and Champions League games. But um, the next game uh, in the Premier League is the next weekend, uh, so you've got a little bit of a break from me. Um, but uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was unfortunate we lost, um, but yeah, as I said, I don't think we should lose sight of of the position we're in. Um, and that we're still top of the league and we still have a great, great chance of of winning the league. So um, thank you guys for listening and hope you have a good day and I'll catch you again on the next episode.